You're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47 Mobile Bar. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Today, we have Jessica Merithew, who is a photographer here in Asheville, North Carolina. Not only does she photograph weddings, but also family portraits and newborns. Jessica, thank you for joining us. I want to start out with what's your favorite drink at the moment? Oh, goodness. Well, (laughs) thanks for having me. And my go-to drink, even during quarantine, is a fresh juice margarita, hands down. Yum. So, yeah, yeah, fresh is always the way to go. No no pre-mixed syrupy stuff. No, no. no. (laughs) Now, do you actually add agave nectar or do you omit the sugar? What's your preference on... I add a little bit of agave nectar, but yeah. not typically what the whole recipe calls for. Yeah, I like it. A, I'm a little more on the drier side when it comes to cocktails. Um, awesome. Yeah, and it's definitely getting warm enough. To, well, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> for yeah. <those> to be <laughs> Nice. Um, so, Jessica, I'm always curious how people start out as wedding photographers, because sometimes it seems like it's an accident and other people are going to school for it. So how did you start out? Um, in the wedding industry and what led you to become a wedding photographer? Well, I have some photography background um, just from like jobs in college. I actually had my first photography job working for Nanahale Outdoor Center on the Chattooga River with a bunch of raft guides. That's where I met my husband actually. So that um, is where I got a lot of my technical skills from. And then um, that was during college. And after college, I went the typical route into the corporate world. Used to work in the commercial printing industry. And I had a major life accident that kind of cleared some things for me. And a couple years later, I decided that life is too short to do something that we don't love. And I wanted to make a major lifestyle change. So my lifestyle change was to uh, take advantage of skills I already had and work for myself. And that's how I landed in photography in general. And then weddings have just always really been interesting to me. Um, I tend to bring a really calming vibe to a lot of situations. And knowing that weddings are a little bit higher strung, um, typically, (laughs) when you walk into them, um, I thought that that would be a good fit. So I tried out a few and things went really well. And the rest is history, I guess. That's a good point. It's uh, you do need a calming presence. There's a lot yeah. going on, and it can get pretty crazy. And a wedding photographer is not just someone who takes pictures, but often orchestrates the crowd. Right? You're not Absolutely. just snapping pictures. You're helping to move things along. You're helping to corral folks, and it's not just someone with a camera. <laughs> right? Absolutely. There's a, there's a lot to it to make things run smoothly. We have a lot of different jobs on a wedding day, even though that's not our title. Um, we do what we need to do to get things uh, running smoothly, like you said, and staying on time. Absolutely. So I also want to know if you have any crazy wedding stories for us. Anything um, out of the ordinary? You don't have to mention any specifics, but... Um, yes, last year I had a wedding at a higher-end venue here in Asheville, and it was a very elegant wedding, um, pretty low-key, you know, people having a lot of, you know, 
cocktails and dancing and typical things during the reception. Then all of a sudden a man in a gorilla suit just came out and, (laughs) and, uh, requested a dance off with the bride, (laughs) which was a lot of fun. (laughs) Was it the groom? No, it was not the groom. I think it was a guest, but I, over the rest of the evening was trying to figure out based on pants and shoes who it was. And I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, yeah. Cause I saw that picture on your Instagram Yeah, where, and I was, I was curious. I thought I was like, Oh, did the groom like, you know, want to joke mm-hmm. around with the bride? Nope. <laughs> so no, that was a good one. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, you know, what's your favorite part about shooting weddings or maybe just the business in general? Uh, really connecting with the clients. Um, you know, I already mentioned my calming presence and I think that that it gets me far in what I do. Um, I try to keep everything really light and fun, um, but also on task and people really appreciate that. So bringing that to the table and being able to service people with incredible photographs to capture whatever is happening in their lives is really something special to me. I agree. I think it's, I often wish that I was more intertwined with the couple because um, I like hearing these stories of vendors being friends and knowing about the future of their lives. Whereas I'm usually at the bar, right? And sometimes I don't even meet the like. I, there, there's some brides that I've never met. You yeah. know, their dad hired me, and I never got to see them. So sometimes right. I'm jealous. But at the end of the night, I I get to pack up the truck and head home. Whereas photographers have <laughs> dozens of hours per couple that they're dealing with on the post end right processing absolutely you know going through everything reviewing and then finally publishing that uh that final album yes so what is your i'm always curious as well as what's your favorite challenge when it comes to either your job or this industry my favorite challenge i'm not i don't have a lot of favorites for challenges <laughs> My biggest challenge um, is definitely still putting myself out there. Even though I've been doing this a long time, I think I'm on year 12 this spring. um, It's still sometimes hard to just put yourself out there and, you know, tell people that you're great at what you do, even though we know we're great at what we do. It's just hard to say it and hard to live it sometimes. Um, That's something that I think I will probably struggle with for my entire life because I'm definitely an ambivert. There are times where I am totally introverted and times where I'm totally extroverted, but putting myself out there is definitely an introverted part of me. Um, so that will, that is a challenge and probably will be a challenge for a long time. Interesting you say that because I entered the wedding industry about two years ago and quickly realized that it was mostly about your relationships. Mm-hmm. You could have an awesome website, but it's the venue that recommends vendors. It's the photographer that recommends vendors. It's, you know, it's like we all kind of recommend each other based on whatever, um, whatever's going on at the time. And you do have to be kind of aggressive <laughs> in regards to like networking and connecting with folks. So I think it's, it's funny you say that. Have you read the book, You Are a Badass or You Are yeah. a Badass at Making Money? Mm-mm. I think you might benefit from one of those. I've, I've only read the yeah. money one because my therapist recommended I read it after we talked about business more than personal stuff. Yeah. Um, and it helped me sort out my relationship with 
with money, but you know, it's the whole idea of marketing, right? And as a business owner, as a small business owner in the wedding industry, oftentimes we're marketing ourselves. It's not really the, the business per se, you know, we're mm-hmm. really, we are mostly the face of the company. And especially in the wedding industry, we're, we're providing services for someone's biggest day. We really want to, uh, you know, come across as responsible and reliable. So I, I think that's, you're right. It's, it is tough. And 12 years is a long time. Awesome. Congrats. Uh, most, most people don't make it. You know, I think the stat is 90% of businesses fail within 10 years. So you are, you know, cream of the crop. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. But, you know, yeah, I agree. I think that's a big challenge for all of us. And it's, it's so much, it's almost mental, you know, our pricing, our marketing, our sales, like, you know, I think a lot of us have the skill sets to make all this work, but actually making it all happen can sometimes be uh, mental, just like sports. You know, I think there's some athletes that are amazing athletes, but because they have like bad attitudes, they, <laughs> they don't do very well. It's the ones that are like tenacious yeah. with their mental state that end up succeeding. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. Building relationships with people and maintaining them is definitely a huge advantage and is my number one marketing tool. And you were the one that told me to give out client gifts. <laughs> great. About, That's a great thing to do too. <laughs> two years ago, right? Yeah. A year and a half a maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I'm still working on that. Are you? <laughs> well, You'll get there. I don't have a great logo. I got my logo on Fiverr, you know, that website for $20. And Jax47 is just a small part of the logo. I don't really love it. And... I was just about to sign up with a a proper branding person. And then I looked at my bank account and I'm like, maybe I need to <laughs> wait till I book some more weddings. But I've, I've since have booked. So I'm going to reach back out to her because I really want to do uh, my idea for a client gift is these um, leather koozies that have stainless steel mugs that slip inside. So you can put it, you know, a pint glass in or whatever, but it would come with that stainless steel mug. And on the outside, it would have their names and date embossed into the leather yep. and then of course my logo on the other side so that's my yep. idea um i like them- it i think it would fit in your brand really well i think that's a great one yeah thank you i think so too it's you know i'm trying to go for the uh yeah i think the leather fits my aesthetic and it relates to my service because of beverages mm-hmm. in the bar right. so so i appreciate you suggesting that in the beginning and you know, don't worry, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> just, Glad to hear it. It's a long time later. Yeah. It'll be funny because I, th- I think um, my clients, my 2018 clients will receive a package from me and be like, who is Bryce Bjornsson? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can so, always do a two year anniversary gift. <laughs> there you go. That's, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. And it's, you know, it, I really want to nail this down because my first round of weddings uh, their one year anniversary happens this month. So I would really prefer to get that out for their, their anniversary because I did a lot of weddings my second year. I only did six or seven my first year. So, um, so what do you wish you knew when you started this business? Cause you know, uh, you said 12 years ago, but I'm sure there were points where you looked back and said, Oh, I wish I did this or I wish I changed. Do you have anything that comes to mind for that? Um, I wish that I had 
known <laughs> that the mentality of if you build it, they will come just doesn't happen. <laughs> um, you really got to work for it in the beginning and you've really got to be patient and take your time and build those relationships to get somewhere. Um, and I think a lot of people don't realize that uh, it does take so long and they do really have to nurture those relationships in order to get there. Yeah, it's funny you say that because there's a mobile bar owner um, in another state and they kept using the podcast, build it and they will come. Sorry, not podcast. Mm -hmm. Did I say podcast? Hashtag. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. They kept using the hashtag, build it and they will come. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. And then months later, I saw that exact mobile bar that, that they were selling. They were like selling the bar. I was like, oh, <laughs> so I guess that doesn't work. And I think it's, you know, I think we're, for some reason, I don't know why we're taught that. I hope there's not like a business school out there teaching build it and they will come because it just doesn't work. I mean, the people who are hired are the ones who are recommended and found, right? So if you type in, mobile bar Asheville and I'm on the 20th page, I'm probably not going to get hired. Right. But if I'm on that first page, I might get hired. And if I do a great job at a venue and that venue recommends me, right. Another reason, um, to, to reach out to, you know, venues and get your foot in the door at places. So I agree. And it, it can be exhausting because you don't see those returns up front, right. It takes months, if not years. Yeah. And that's years. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm really, cause I did the, I had a little bit of that mentality when I started, I said, Oh, like, this is so cool. No one has this right. No one, there's no mobile bar truck in Asheville. So of course someone's going to want it. And I was, I mean, I spent June, July and August of my first year with no weddings. Um, actually I got one, one in early June, I think, or maybe it was late May for, it was a venue that I reached out to, you know, and they said, oh yeah, we have a wedding in mind that, you know, you could, you could bartend with the truck. But after that, I didn't get anything until, um, until September. And then I had a few September weddings, then October weddings. So it's just crazy. I think, uh, I think there's a relatively low barrier entry in the wedding industry. You can just say you're a wedding vendor with whatever category you're in. And all of a sudden you're part of it, but Mm -hmm. to stay in the long term and you know uh go through the winter not making much money <laughs> and to nurture relationships and keep on it is is very difficult so i'm really glad you bring that up because it reminds me to do the same so jessica what's it like to work with you when people reach out you know do you always meet in person after the initial um inquiry or are there lots of phone calls that happen? Tell us a little more about how, how that works. I definitely prefer to meet with people in person. That's assuming that they're local. And I book a lot of destination weddings here in Asheville. So just like we're doing today, there are FaceTime meetings, Zoom meetings, um, things like that, and phone calls. But uh, to work with me, I like to think, is very easy and streamless. Um, I pride myself in being a really good communicator and very organized. Um, my past career was a project management career. So <laughs> I have that part of business management down um, and project management management down. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot of people report back to me that I'm often the easiest vendor that they worked with and the most communicative vendor and the easiest to get a hold of and the easiest to book with and things like that. So that is something that I definitely want to keep doing. Um, planning a wedding is stressful beyond belief anytime. And to be able to just be a little bit of brighter light for people 
and be able to make that portion of it easy is a great thing. And so I'm glad to do it. Well, I want to shadow you for a day because <laughs> that sounds, uh, to get those compliments is pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Um, I think it has a lot to do with just my personality and my background and things like that, but it, it's helpful. And I, I truly just try to help my couples in any way I can. When they contact me, you know, I'm usually the second vendor that they book and I'm always offering to connect them with other vendors before they even ask or answer the questions about how receptions flow or ceremony, how long ceremonies typically are or what you include and things like that. We as wedding vendors see so many weddings. So to be able to just have that knowledge and instill that upon the couples who feel very lost in planning their wedding, um, it's something that I feel like we should all be doing. So I definitely try to do it as much as possible. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with, with that. Just being helpful and adding value. Uh, I have a blog on my website and I think there's an article on like how to build a signature cocktail, like the step by step, you know, and anyone can read it and anyone can learn how to, mm -hmm. you know, create that for themselves. So I'm right there with you. You know, it's always, it's a crazy thing to plan a wedding, right? It's, it's a huge event, right? One, uh, not necessarily once in a lifetime, but hopefully, and it's a really big it, there's a lot of vendors involved, right? I mean, I think the average is 12 vendors, maybe 14. Um, Cause you have everything from the photo booth to the photographer, to the caterer, to the dessert, you know, which is maybe separate from the caterer. So there's a lot of people involved. And I think being as helpful as possible is really important and making it as easy as possible mm -hmm. for our wedding clients is Definitely. really important. So that being said, do you have any advice for couples? getting married in the Asheville area in particular, because it's, it is kind of a unique um, region for weddings. It is unique here with, with so many destination weddings. I think on average, 90% of my weddings are destination weddings here in Asheville. So, um, but my advice to any couple, regardless of where they're planning a wedding is to truly lean on your vendors. Like I mentioned before, we have a ton of experience and we've seen a lot of weddings so even if it's something that doesn't necessarily fall under our job title, but you have questions, just ask your vendors, see what their experience is. We are the experts at what we do. So from a couple standpoint, if you have a timeline question, ask your coordinator or ask your photographer. Photographers keep those things going. Um, but yeah, I mean, all kinds of different things. The layout of the venue. Um, you know, you can ask your venue, but you can also ask your vendors that are coming in from outside, like your caterer, your cake, your beer truck, things like that. And, and we've seen a lot of these venues and we know how things flow well. So really, truly lean on your vendors. Ask those questions to your vendors. They will have some great options for you. I agree. We are a wealth of knowledge and we do several weddings a year. All, you know, all of us do a lot of weddings every year and we've built up. You've probably done, I'm guessing, over a hundred. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so you have a lot <laughs> of knowledge to pull from and wisdom yes. for that matter. So, and you know, and we don't charge for that extra advice, right? If you're, mm -hmm. if you're working with us, we'd be happy to share what we know and what we've seen. And uh, I learned a lot last year, especially because I think we did about 43 events and I saw all sorts of, you know, things happen. And I'm just trying to I take notes after each wedding yeah, so that I can definitely. see if there's patterns and ways to improve either my business or mm -hmm. to make suggestions for couples. And uh, yeah. uh, rain plans were an interesting one from last year because we had one, I had one bride that really wanted to get married outside, but it was drizzling. 
and we just waited it out, which was fine. But then you have to understand the timeline and how that shifts, you know, because now dinner's an hour later or you cut the cocktail hour, you know? And so having a wedding coordinator is really important for that, right? If you're yes. having, if there's variables <laughs> on site, which there almost always are, having a coordinator is so important. Someone who knows how to deal with those things. And I didn't think, you know, just to be totally honest, I didn't think much of wedding planners and coordinators before I started doing weddings. I was like, why do they need someone to like plan the wedding? You know, I just had no idea because I had never planned a wedding myself mm-hmm. and I'd never been part of the industry. And then after a few weddings of things happening that were, you know, not ridiculous, but just kind of <laughs> not yeah. ideal. I was like, oh, that's why. That's why they there's wedding yeah. planners and planners. Having a coordinator present at a wedding, even if things were to run smoothly, which almost never happens. Sorry to burst a bubble there. <laughs> almost never happens that an entire wedding day runs exactly as planned. Uh, it's just the nature of it. Um, but having a coordinator there is an immense help. Um, Not only because you can rely on that person to know what to do, but because that single vendor can then coordinate with all of the rest of the vendors to come up with a new plan without you having as a couple to designate Uncle Bill to go talk Mm. to 15 vendors (laughs) to figure out what everyone's going to do. That coordinator is just on top of it. Not to mention the wealth of knowledge that they are and all that they bring to a wedding day just to keep everyone and everything completely seamless. It's yeah. they're fantastic. Highly recommend. I I totally agree. So, Jessica, what, do you have anything um, in the works for the future for your business? Is anything going to change? Um, one thing I kind of hope to implement here uh, soon is more like a, a a JMP group, like a Jessica Mary Photography JMP group of couples that can ask questions and bounce ideas off each other. People who have worked with me before um, and only people who have worked with me before so that they can really, um, you know, have more information uh, not only about working with me, but getting the most out of their wedding day while I'm there, if that makes sense. I'm a little bit confused. Do, can you tell me a little bit more about this group? Because you, you said couples. You don't mean photographers, right? No, I actually mean wedding couples who have worked with me in the past uh-huh. to be able to kind of link the people who've worked with me in the past to the people who have hired me for the I future. See. To I... be able to meld that group of people together so that they can really rely on each other as resources and ask questions and things like that. And it's really not all about me and working with me, right? They have a lot of questions. It's not just photography, but to be able to just rely on those resources. Cause you have to remember that we as vendors who brand ourselves, like we talked about earlier, we attract a lot of the same kind of clients. And so people with similar personalities, similar interests, similar goals, similar wedding styles, even, and to be able to put the, my past couples in a group with my future couples and have them as resources and be able to work together, I think would just be a very good asset for those future couples. So this would be a Facebook group? <clears throat> Probably. Like I haven't that. really ironed that all out yet. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. I think, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to, yeah, that's awesome. So for your couples, normally do they use you for both the engagement and sorry, the engagement photos and the wedding reception photos, or is it totally random? And some, some of them do both and some of them do just the reception. 
Most of the time, couples book engagements along with their weddings, but with so many destination weddings, sometimes, maybe even 40% of the time, I don't meet couples until their wedding day. Um, because if they're far from out of town and don't ever come back here to do any planning in between when they booked their venue, they were probably here. And then they book me after they went home. If they never come back until their wedding, there's no time for us to do an engagement session because we're not in the same place at the same time. (laughs) So um, a good amount of people do because they're within a few hours drive, but there are definitely people who, you know, clients from California or Michigan, even South, South Florida that don't make it back. Um, sometimes we don't do an engagement session, but ideally we do. It's a great way for us to be able to learn more about each other. Um, but it doesn't always happen just because of logistics. Well, and also the elopement trend has kind of jumped up recently, given the circumstances. Are you involved in that as well? Are you doing elopement shoots, mountaintop, you know, that type of thing? Yeah, I definitely do some, um, not as many as I do weddings every year, um, but each year I keep doing more, so maybe it will surpass. Um, But those, those are great, and those are shorter notice, so I typically don't do engagement sessions for those either. Um, And I typically don't meet those couples until they're here in Asheville for their elopement. Yeah, okay. And earlier when I introduced you on the show, I mentioned that you do the family portraits and the newborns. So have you done session newborn sessions for couples that you shot their wedding definitely yeah that's really really fun for me um to be able to do you know an engagement session maybe one year they have a wedding the next year then one or two years later they have their first child then it's newborn and family sessions and then another child like that's really really cool to be involved and capture their lives for multiple years on end that's really neat i love when that happens i think that's very sweet and um, just a great opportunity for them to have the same style, you know, with you, um, but have kind of all these major steps happen. So definitely. So Jessica, do you have anything else you want to share with our listeners, either about your business or the wedding industry or getting married? Um, be patient. <laughs> Planning a wedding is hard. Just know that you're not out there on your own island when you're planning this wedding. Um, It's stressful. You have a lot of chatter in your ears from family members and friends who have done it once before, but think that they know how to do it all. Um, Rely on your vendors, as I mentioned before, and just be patient. Know you're not alone. Ask questions. Um, We are truly here to help you. So just remember that it's only an email or a phone call away and any of us vendors are going to be happy to help. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming out um, on Pistons and Prosecco. I am going to put your website link in the show notes. So if someone wants to work with you, they can click that link and get in touch with you. Is that the best way just to fill out the contact form on your website? Yes, definitely. Awesome. And I'll do that. And hopefully later this summer, I'm going to have a you know, wedding industry party. So I'll make sure to add cool. you to the list and look forward to seeing you again in person. Yes, please. And I hope you have a great day, Jessica. Thanks for being here. Thanks. You too.